Welcome to the Junkyard Outreach. This is Todd. Thanks for joining me as we go through the scriptures and learn what we can to draw close to Jesus. For more episodes and information, check out junkyardoutreach.com. And now, let's dig in. 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to give strong support to those whose heart is blameless toward him. The backdrop of this verse is the story of a king of Judah. The king was Asa, and Asa was a good king. In chapter 14, verse 2, it says, And Asa did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. He took away foreign altars and the high places, and broke down the pillars, and cut down the asherim. He commanded Judah to seek the Lord, the God of their fathers, and to keep the law and the commandments. So he comes in, he is a faithful follower of God. And as his reign continues, he will reign for over 40 years, he will encounter opposition. He encounters a king from Ethiopia, Zerah. He came out against him with a million men and 300 chariots, and they came as far as Merishah, a formidable army. So Asa cries out to his God in verse 11. He says, O Lord, there is none like you to help between the mighty and the weak. Help us, O Lord, our God, for we rely on you. And in your name, we have come against this multitude. O Lord, you are our God. Let not man prevail against you. So the Lord defeated the Ethiopians before Asa and before Judah and the Ethiopians fled. So God won the battle. He fought the battle for them. Obviously, they were engaged in the battle. They weren't just kicking back and God does all the work, but God comes into that scenario and he defeats them, which brings up a really good topic. And that is, if we let God do what he wants to do in our lives, if we obey him, then he does the things that he wants to do. And in the scriptures, when you look up these words, if and then, if you have a Bible software program and you do a phrase search and you just type in if, then, you'll find hundreds of verses that have if and then, and lots of them are really interesting. Leviticus chapter 26, and you can read that on your own, talks about God saying to Israel, if you obey me, I will bless you. And he goes through all these blessings, and then he says, if you will not obey me, then I'm going to come down hard on you. And then he gives all of these consequences. And you see that in our lives, it's no different. The problem with most believers in their walk with God, why they have no victory, is because they're not doing what God has told them to do. They're not being faithful like Asa was. And Asa wasn't a perfect king, and towards the end of his life, he kind of falls off the wagon, but he is a man of conviction during his reign for the most part. In chapter 15, verse 1, following this battle with the Ethiopians, the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded, and he went out to meet Asa and said, Hear me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while you are with him. See the condition there? He is with you while you're with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. So there's just a clear warning from this prophet that says, hey, listen, if you seek God, you'll find him. Same thing today. You trust in the Lord and you seek him, he will take care of you. You learn his word, which in Asa's time, it says in verse 3, for a long time, Israel was without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law. In their distress, they turned to the Lord, the God of Israel, and sought him, and he was found by them. That's pretty sad. This isn't long after the reign of David and Solomon, and then Solomon's son Rehoboam had a son and so forth, and this is a few generations from that. But it says, for a long time, Israel was without the true God and without a teaching priest? That means they didn't know the word. If they didn't know the word, they didn't understand the law. 
And the law is holy, and the law is what kept them in check, and the law is what brought about the blessing from God. And they didn't know it. They were ignorant. So we are in our day. To combat ignorance, we need to be in the Word, we need to be studying the Word, and we need to really be seeking the Lord, and He totally will show up in your circumstances. Because of the fact that Israel was without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law, in verse 5 it says, There was no peace to him who went out or to him who came in, for great disturbances afflicted all the inhabitants of the land. They were broken in pieces, nation was crushed by nation, and city by city, for God troubled them with every sort of distress. Kind of sounds like nowadays. You look at all the craziness going on now, but where is God? When God's there, where is the heart towards Him? And sadly, in many cases, I think our hearts are half-hearted, and we have grown cold toward Him. So Asa, now he's happy because God gave him victory. As soon as he heard the words, he took courage, and then he went in and cleaned house, and he made things right. That's what we need to do. When we hear from God, we need to clean our house and make things right. Take out all the garbage. Do you have porn in your house? Do you have dope in your house? Do you have your cabinet with all your booze? You know, all those things that when you partake of it, you dishonor God. Get rid of it. Clean your house. So that when the Lord comes in, he's like, all right, you've taken care of business. I can bless this. I can feel comfortable in your home because you have shown me you trust me. And when that happens, man, good stuff happens. If and then. Here's a couple of verses, if and then. But if you carefully obey his voice, talking about the angel of the Lord's voice there in Exodus chapter 23, verse 22, and do all I say, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversary. I will watch your back. You obey his voice, do what he says. You'll be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversary. Isn't that comforting to know that God will fight your battles if you carefully obey his voice? Joshua 23, 16. If you transgress the covenant of the Lord your God, which he commanded you, and go and serve other gods and bow down to them, then the anger of the Lord will be kindled against you, and you shall perish quickly from off the good land that he has given you. We see that happen in the history of Israel. The books of Kings and the books of Chronicles, you will see that at the end, that that's exactly what happened. First Samuel 7, 3. And Samuel said to all the house of Israel, If you are returning to the Lord with all your heart, then put away the foreign gods and the Ashtaroth from among you, and direct your heart to the Lord and serve him only, and he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. So the Philistines were the enemies of Israel, the foreign gods, the Ashtaroth. You can look that up and see what that was all about. 1 Samuel 12, 15, But if you will not obey the voice of the Lord, but rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then the hand of the Lord will be against you and your king. Boy, there's something for our country right now. Kings. Kings need to obey the Lord. Our kings don't. 1 Kings 6, 11, Now the word of the Lord came to Solomon concerning this house that you are building. If you walk in my statutes and obey my rules and keep my commandments and walk in them, then I will establish my word in you, which I spoke to David your father. So there's a promise to Solomon. Hey man, you walk in my ways, you obey my rules, you keep my commandments, and I will do what I said in you. Just stay in check. And probably one of the most popular verses, I guess, because a lot of people, we use this verse at times. It's a verse out of the Old Testament, Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, and this is God talking to Solomon. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive them their sin and heal their land. If this message could get out to our country today, if you will humble yourselves and pray and seek my face and turn from your wicked ways, if that happened, God would begin to heal our sick land. Our land is diseased with sin. That's why you see so much insanity going on right now. Why is there so much depression, divorce, 
suicide, drug addiction, pornography addiction. Why is there so much this, that, and the other thing? Everything is on the rise. Every evil thing is on the rise. Why? Because we're sick. Because we have flipped this. We have not humbled ourselves. We've made ourselves proud. We have not prayed, at least wholeheartedly. We have not sought God's face, and we have not turned from our wicked ways. Therefore, our sin remains, and our land gets sicker. Isaiah 58, great chapter. 57, 58, and 59, great chapter to study. If you pour out yourself to the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then shall your light rise in the darkness and your gloom be as the noon day. You take care of my people and I'll take care of you, God says. So Asa, good example of a godly king who did what was right, good example for us. And then as he got older, he fell off the wagon. That's his issue. But we see what happens when we serve the Lord a long time and then when things kind of get cold. In times of blessing, we have a tendency of strain. And that's what Asa did. But that's not the case for us. We have the Holy Spirit in us if indeed we are children of God. We have the strength that is renewed day by day by God to run this race, to live this life in a way that pleases God. So let's humble ourselves and pray. Let's seek his face. Let's turn from our wicked ways and see what God does. He will forgive our sin and he will heal our land. He will heal your home if you seek him. You humble yourself. That's a promise. Thank you.